What are you doing? Well, I think it's pretty obvious that I'm moving hay bales from here over to here. Although that one's a straw bale. Your friends are picking off groundhogs down the side road and they want you to come, but your dad's got the 22 and your gas tank's dries apart. If you had as many bucks in your wallet as bucks mounted on your wall, you'd have, well, give or take six bucks. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Nothing Catchy Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Dewey, a.k.a. Read Him and Weep. I hope you've all had a fantastic two weeks. I did take a week off. I was on vacation. I had our, my anniversary, my 10-year anniversary with my wife. Um, we celebrated it in October, even though our anniversary is in September. Uh, but we went to a place called McCall, Idaho. Really, really great place if you ever get a chance. I highly recommend. Go check it out. Um, but very, very glad to be back. Um, we have a lot of things on the show today. Um, we'll talk about the most important things, which are going to be for this week's uh, seven that we're going into. Um, but you know what? I think there's just one one little thing we got to do first um, because I just think it's really important. That's right. Celebrate Michael Dewey's first win last weekend. Last weekend I won. I called it on the podcast too. For anybody who remembers, I literally said, hey, I have a good feeling about this week and I'm going to win. And I had a pretty good feeling about this last week where I almost won. If I could have had one stinking catch from Cortland Sutton or if I would have actually put Pittman in. Either way, I should have won last week. I should have, should have, should have won, but I didn't. Um, I will give uh, Team Fitz the kudos they deserve and uh, their first win as well. So now everybody in the entire league knows the beautiful feeling, that beautiful feeling of winning. Of winning a game, a fantasy football weekend, all that hard work of research that you put in, you won. You did it. We've all done it. Now, to try to get a streak going, that's that's the real that's the real hard part. So um, we've gone ahead and celebrated. That's about all we can celebrate. We really don't need to, you know, gloat on it too much because the truth is, I lost the next week, so it's just not even worth going into. Um, so we're gonna go over bye weeks, uh, waiver wires, uh, injuries, all that fun stuff. Um, we'll do bye weeks real quick. Just an FYI, if you don't know, if you haven't looked at your team. This week's a brutal one. Buffalo is out on bye week. Minnesota is out on bye week. Philadelphia is out on bye week. And Los, the Los Angeles Rams. So, I mean, those are some big, big um, players that are getting lots of points. You know, Josh Allen is out. Stefan Diggs is out. Um, Justin Jefferson is out. Not that he really did me a lot of good, but Cook is out. Dalvin Cook. Philadelphia Eagles. Hurts is out. Um, and then the Rams, That that's, uh, oh, what's his face? Um, man, I'm totally embarrassed. I'm not getting his name, uh, but it's the wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. What is your name? What is your name? I'm looking at everybody's team real quick to see who has him. Um, I'll find it and then I'll just edit this out. Seriously, did they somebody remove him already? Um. 
It's going to be a long silence I'm going to have to edit out. <laughs> Jeez. Cooper Cup is out. That's right. Los Angeles Rams, Cooper Cup is out as well. So, yeah, we've got a lot of big, big hitters that are out this week. Um, so, waiver wires are probably going to be going pretty crazy. Um, you know, injuries-wise, um, we well, hold on, before we get into that, um, keep an eye out on the waiver wire. There's a lot of, a lot of good players. Um, we're going to start over here. Cooper Cup is out as well. So, yeah, lots and lots of big hitters that are out. So, let's go ahead and uh, check out the news. Don't watch the news. Because I'm a kid and apparently every time, apparently one of the kids with a rubber after you watch the Powerball. That's right, the news. You don't watch the news because your dad's watching Powerball or grandpa's watching Powerball. There's been some injuries, um, mostly in the quarterback region. Um, I would say overall it's been fairly, fairly chill. Uh, QBs wise, you know, Mac Jones is still out, still struggling. Not that it's a big issue. Carson Wentz is out, going to miss quite a few weeks with his hand injury, and Kenny Pickett is out with his concussion. Normally, those people aren't real big, um, big ads, but the truth is, is if with all those bye weeks, um, every single one of those teams has a QB that's viable that's been playing. Uh, well, maybe not Stafford, but um, but still, there's some QBs that are need to be picked up, and so somebody may have looked to grab one of those three, and with injuries, they're not going to be available, and Carson Wentz specifically is not going to be in for a while. Um, with that, there could be some interesting defenses to pick up. We'll talk about that stuff later. The big, the big injury that happened this weekend, the biggest one, is Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown. Uh, he is out... Uh, potentially going to IR, most likely going to IR. Some have said it's a season-ending injury. Others have had said six weeks, six to eight weeks. Either way, in regards of fantasy football, it's pretty close to a season-ender for for him. Um, because, yeah, I, I'm, we're on week seven right now. goes through, um, I think, 13. So, I mean, we're getting close to halfway through the season already. And so... Um, yeah, he's pretty much going to be a, a drop candidate for for fantasy, which is really a bummer. He was actually doing well, and I was really excited to see how he was going to do with DeAndre Hopkins on the other side of him, but it's all good. Uh, Cordell Patterson's coming, uh, still on IR, going to be coming back here in a little bit, running back for the Falcons. Uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, still missing time, should be back here soon, but he's on bye week right now, so it doesn't really, I think he's on bye week. Did I say bye week? No, actually, he's not on bye week. Uh, but he should be coming back here soon. Why do I feel like the Lions are actually on bye week, though? Um, it doesn't look like they are. I think they're playing Dallas, actually. Um, so DeAndre Swift might come back. Um, but let me actually look here. Looking at Hackett. Um, yeah, it looks like they were on bye week last week. So he could come back this week, actually. Um, there is a chance that I'll have to look into the injuries. So, um Gritty, gritty. You'll have to look into it, see if he's coming back. But that could be a huge boost for your team, getting him back um, as well. Um, oh, there we go. And then Jonathan Taylor, he's still – he didn't play last weekend. Um, he's kind of hit and miss. Uh, I don't think they're in any rush to get him back. Um, Dion did a good job covering for him. Uh, but I wouldn't pick up Dion. Uh, I don't think he was. he's worth a pickup. Um, but – yeah, 
I wanted to um, look over our the other teams, look at everybody's teams real quick and see who's struggling the most with this bye week. Um, team Hurts, um, his bench is full of buys. So he has Dawson Knox on there, Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts, Gabe Davis, and A.J. Brown. I would say that was that's a big hit. That's a pretty big hit, um, big, big points there that are being lost. Uh, specifically Jalen Hurts and Gabe Davis and A.J. Brown. That's three major starters that he's losing. So um, Do- Hurts Donut, you, I mean, you're 5-1, and one, so you can you can withstand a loss here. Um, but he he's going to be – I thought he might be looking for some extra players. I mean, he's got Geno Smith, who's taken over for, against the Chargers. Could be a good pick. Um, and then he still has Tyreek Hill in there. He has DeAndre Hopkins coming back to cover that wide receiver spot. And then Damian Pearson is flex. So, you know, he's got some good depth. I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be all right. I look for DeAndre Hopkins to just go off this week. Um, I predict he's going to have a big, 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 big week. By the way, Tyreek Hill, I don't know if anybody who's been following stats, he is tracking right now to have a 2,000-yard season (laughs) without Tua even in there. Um, I was wrong. Big time, big, big, big time about Tyreek Hill. I remember talking to my brother-in-law this offseason, and when the trade happened, he was like saying, is going to be such a great QB, and Tyreek Hill's going to do such a great job in Miami. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I don't think Tyreek's going to do as well in, in uh, Miami. Well, I was definitely wrong. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. I am kind of retarded. I did not give Tyreek Hill the dues that he deserves. He is an elite uh, wide receiver for sure. Uh, Reads Naughty Boys. Um, you guys actually aren't really, all you have is Cooper Cup you have to deal with. And I mean, you got Gallup, Adams, and that, those, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. No issues there. Chilling with my homies. Um, currently has no kicker because his kicker is on by, which is the Rams kicker. And then he lost Adam Thielen. Um, I think he's going to be all right. I don't think you're going to have too much. Um, in the way of struggling to find a player uh, to fill. Um, you may not win this week because, I mean, I mean, two and four. I mean, right, right, two and burn. Um, but team, we'll move on to, to Team Mess. Uh, team Mess, five and one. The guy I'm going up against this week. That's going to be a mess for sure. But I have a chance. Jared Allen is not going to be in there. So, um, or not Jared, Josh Allen. So Josh Allen's out this week so who will he replace it with well on his bench he's got Derek Carr and he's got Tom Brady so I think he probably is set I don't think he's gonna be looking for anybody on the waiver wire right now QB wise um but I think he should play Derek Carr personally I think that's probably the better choice on that one um gritty gritty bang bang he's got quite a few people on by on the plus side with the team, with us uh, who have a lot of people on by this week, there's a good chance then we're just clean sailing for the rest of the year. You know, don't have two major um, issues. He's lost his two wide receivers, uh, the number one and number three ranked wide receivers in all of fantasy football, Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson. I don't know if you're going to survive a win this week, Gritty. I'm not sure who you're playing, though, so we'll have to look at that a little bit later. But... Um, but yeah, he he, he get, might get um, Amon Ross St. Brown back, and Brandon Ayuk is in there. That's a good good add. I think that's a great one. And he has Trey McLaurin or Terry McLaurin. Um, not sure who's throwing him the ball right now. Uh, I know it's a backup, but uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I think you'll be all good. I think you'll survive it uh, potentially if you are going up against somebody who has not as strong of a team. Uh, but you have that's a pretty big hit uh, to have five people, five people on by this week. So uh, Phoenix Vladdy Daddy, uh, he's only got two people on by Devin Singletary and Dallas Goddard. So uh, I think he'll be just fine. Team Fitz um, looks like he only has two people. Matthew Stafford and Miles Garrett are on by. Stafford's not a starter for him, and Miles Sanders I think could be replaced with John and Taylor if Jonathan Taylor comes back. Or he has Ramondi Stevenson as well, who will probably just go crazy. So uh, he's going to be just fine. Uh, by the way, put Ramondre Stevenson in. That's my advice for you. Uh, me, on the other hand, I've got two, four, five people, all starters, that I'm missing. Uh, Kirk Cousins is out. Dalvin Cook is out. Um, Irv Smith is out. D- Eagles defense is out. Um, and Bass, my kicker, is out. So I'm going to be... Doing a lot of rotating for sure. Um, it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Uh, definitely a lot of wave wire pickups for me. So yeah, with that, let's swing on over to the waiver wire. First bar, factory regents. Those who's are hard to frazzle, Max. But we did our work, and that's all that matters. That's right. We did our worst. And first floor is Factory Rejects, which is the waiver wire. The waiver wire are the Factory Rejects. Who is out there? Who's available right now? Who's worth taking a shot on? There's actually some pretty interesting people. Um, Starting off with QB, uh, mainly because I'm the one who's going to need that the most. Dak Prescott, he's an interesting one. He's potentially coming back this week. Uh, Do I think he is a legit QB? I don't know. Uh, everybody's touting that he is. Everybody's saying, singing his praises and all that great stuff and that he's super-duper awesome and way better than Cooper Rush. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but he's, he's my top. If I had to choose of all of them, all the available guys on the wire, I think Dak is my top choice. He has the highest upside, best weapons, best OC, those kind of things. Next is Tua Tonga Viola. Um, he is coming back as well, from what I've heard. Uh they were said he was eyeing week seven, um, coming back from the concussion. I hope he's doing good. Um, he could be. He could be another sneaky start. Um, the only issue I have with him is who they're playing um, on th- this weekend. I do think it's going to be a harder matchup. Uh, they're playing Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, yes, even though they are the thirty-second rank- ranked against the pass, um, they're just sneaky. Um, it's in Pittsburgh as well. Um, and it's a Sunday night game. So it's kind of prime time. So I don't know. Uh, if it's a prime time game, could be good. Um, two other random QBs that might keep an eye on Trevor Lawrence and Jared Goff. Um, the, both of those guys are right on the cusp of being good, in my opinion, and being weekly viables. Um, they're a step down from Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, still. Uh, but if you're needing somebody and you need to take a, a stab in the dark kind of thing, go for it. Jared Goff or Trevor Lawrence, I think, are good good ideas. Uh, running backs. Looking in at the running backs, Gus Edwards with the Ravens is coming back. Um, he's somebody to keep an eye on. He's potentially going to be taking on the full workload for the Ravens. Um, he is their starter. He is their number one. Um, he he is a good running back. So um, if you're needing an, a, wide, a running back, 
uh, because you've been losing somebody or wanting to just add some depth, um, Gus Edwards could be that guy that could be a, a steal of the draft or a steal of the offseason or regular season, excuse me. Um, the other one, Travis Etienne. Um, he is sneaky good and about to break out, I think. I think give him about two more weeks, and he very well could be the guy out there. Um the thing with him is his targets. He's getting targeted quite a bit. Let's look here. Um, his targets, uh, receptions, um, of course they don't put targets on this one. Uh, but he's he's getting a lot in the passing game in regards to yardage. So he had 43 yards receiving once, 30, 30, 22. So that's a good cushion for his workload. Um He's been getting consistently about 10 or so carries on a regular basis. So um, you kind of know what he's going to be. He's going to be easily at 11 to 12 uh, point running back without a touchdown. So once he gets a touchdown, he's going to be um, almost a 20 point week kind of a kind of a running back. So he too could be somebody who is just sitting right there on that edge of a good, a good game. They're playing the Giants this next week. So that could be good as well. Oh, Something to mention here on the waiver wires. Um, should probably talk about it up in the news and notes. Cam Akers, he's on the waiver wires, um, but he's not coming back to the Rams. Everything I've heard, he's not coming back. There's nothing like there's something that happened um, on the team where they he probably he probably pulled a Robbie Anderson, which might be a good time to talk about Robbie Anderson too. Uh, once we get down to the wide receivers, but um, pulled a Robbie Anderson probably and cursed out the coaches and said, I don't want to be on this team, kick me off then and or trade me. And they did. And so I think they're looking, they're looking for an offer. Um, I've actually heard people say, Hey, what about Cam Akers for Melvin Gordon straight across? Like Melvin Gordon's goes to the Rams. Cam Akers comes over to the Broncos. Uh, fresh start for both guys kind of a thing. I don't think that's a bad idea. Um, I think they're pretty comparable in terms of skill. Um, I think Bronco, I think Melvin Gordon is probably a little bit better than Cam Akers. Um, but for some reason, the Broncos don't like him and don't want to give him the, the opportunities. It's probably because of the fumbling. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know why they haven't chosen to give him any sort of upside. Um, I saw a really great tweet where they said Melvin Gordon was good enough to steal t- um, touches from Williams but as soon as Williams goes down, the guy from the street, Latavius Murray, takes all the, the touches, and he can't get anything from Latavius Murray. Like that's just that tells me they don't like him. They don't that he's on the in the doghouse, and they don't plan to go back to him. So, um, yeah, that's why I say Cam Akers for Melvin Gordon, clean swap. Let them both get new opportunities would be good. Uh, speaking of Latavius Murray, though, he might be somebody to look at. Um, Denver appears to like him a lot and wants to give him the workload. He may be one of those guys that will get quantity and maybe not a lot of quality. Um, so he may get that 15, 20 touches a game, but still only get 50 to 60 yards a weekend. Maybe a lucky touchdown if you're lucky. But, um, yeah, I would, I'd probably not touch him unless you're really desperate for a running back situation. Uh, moving on to wide receivers. Um, like I said, Robbie Anderson decided to – um, make a fool of himself, and he's now with the Arizona Cardinals, which is interesting because of the Hollywood Brown 
Um, Hollywood Brown is a fast, fast wide receiver. Same with Robbie Anderson. Um, DeAndre Hopkins coming back. Potentially Robbie Anderson could be one of those sneaky guys um, and do okay or fairly good um, on the other side. The problem is, is Kyler Murray hasn't been doing very good with the deep balls this year. For some reason, he, anything past 10 yards, he's having a hard time uh, connecting. So um, worth looking at, but I think there's better options. The best option, in my opinion, on the waiver wire, if you're looking for potential wide receiver one, high upside, all that great stuff, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas has been dealing with an injury, um, but if he comes back, which uh, let me look real quick and see what it says. The last is he's still questionable. Um and when he was in, when he was healthy, he had two touchdowns week one, one touchdown week two. Um, he had a total of eight targets, nine targets, five targets, and that five-target one is when he got injured. Um, so I I think he's got a pretty good upside. Uh, what does the news say here? Thomas hasn't practiced in any fashion since week three. Um Saints facing a quick week seven turnaround on a Thursday night game in Arizona. The veteran receiver looks to be trending toward a fifth consecutive absence. Um, okay, so it looks like he might be out still. Um, yeah, I. that's such a bummer. Keep an eye on him, though, because as soon as he does come back, I think he's going to be good. So I might grab him and stick him on my bench just because of losing um, Hollywood Brown for the year um somebody else who's a really sneaky start here real sneaky look into for wide receiver if you're looking for somebody and need somebody who can probably get you a a decent 10 um on average alec pierce rookie colts wide receiver he has been actually trending up and has some pretty interesting um skill sets so this is also when sometimes those wide receivers those rookie wide receivers start to come out and um start to become their own and potentially be league winner types. So he, in week one, had two targets, zero receptions, nothing. Week two, nothing. Clean scratch. Week three, he had five targets for 61. And then six targets, nine targets, seven targets for 80, 81, 49, and a touchdown. So since week four, he's had 10 points or higher, never lower than that. So if you're looking for just some baseline points, um, he could be a guy to, to keep an eye on. Um, I do think Indy is going to get better. I do think Indy in the long run is a better team than what they've been playing as. And I think Matt Ryan will eventually get it together. Um, I don't know when, um, so I'm not willing to put him as a waiver pickup yet. Um, but yeah, he, he eventually could be a good play. Uh, last week against Jacksonville, he was back to his normal self of three touchdowns, um, almost 400 yards passing, 27 points, right? Um, he now has Tennessee, Washington, New England. You know, he could be a sneaky start, actually. Um, New England's a good defense. Um, other than that, Philly's a good defense. Um, and Dallas is a good defense. So he he could be a good streamer. Uh, keep an eye out for him. Um, I know I already went over QBs, but I'm kind of going on the fly here. That could actually be a really good one. Um, tight ends. Tight ends is a disaster. Disaster. Um, 
my top three choices out there are Robert Tunyon with Green Bay, Mike Kosicki with the Dolphins, or Will Disley with the Seahawks. Mike Kosicki, if you're chasing the points, great. If it's a backup QB again, potentially a good choice. Um, but he had two touchdowns, and so that was probably why he had such a high um, point total. Um, besides that, it's been a point total of 3.5, 3.3, 1.1, 0.6 and 12.1. So he's had two weeks that have been semi-viable. Um, this last week was when he had the most targets of seven and two touchdowns. So, um, and 69 yards. Ayo. Um, so yeah, I would not chase Gusecki unless you're really desperate. Um, Robert Tunyon, the reason why he's kind of interesting is he, the game, if you watch the Green Bay game, there was a, a uh, call that was real close to being that, that messed up. I think it was probably a 30 or so yard pass that would have bumped him over a hundred yards. He had 12 targets, 12 targets this last week, and he had 10 receptions. So that bumped him to 14 points. Now using the same logic with the other one, he had 4.3, 9.2, 6.7, 2.1, 5.1. So his floor is not as low as Mike Kosicki's, um, but they both still have low floors. Um, you know, with the injuries going on in Green Bay, he might not be a bad one to start this next week, specifically if you're just looking for a one-week starter. Um, yeah, definitely definitely somebody to keep an eye on if you're, if you're looking. Um, the other guy, Will Disley. So Will Disley, if, you, if you're starting to believe in the whole Seahawks narrative that they're pretty good. Will Disley is one of those sneaky starts. Um, he started out really, really hot, um, but he's still getting good targets. He's getting, um, he only had one reception this last time, so I know it's low, um, but he still had a few targets. He's getting looked at deep and in the red zone. He has three touchdowns for this whole year, um, so it's almost a touchdown a week. Um but he is kind of boom and bust. Similarly, if he doesn't get the touchdown, you're gonna he's gonna get you like one point. So, I mean, unless you really have Kelsey, that's really all. That's the game you're playing. Is you're playing for that tight that tight end uh, touchdown. Um, Pat Fryermuth Muth is on the the waiver wire. The problem with him is his injury. Um, he was doing great, and then the injury happened, and his tar- targets have gone down significantly. So. Um, I would, I would avoid him if possible. Um, all right. So we've gone over the waiver wires, the injuries, the bye weeks. Now we got to get into this week's power rankings. So this week we have a number one who hasn't been number one in a long time. So we'll actually wait till we'll start at the bottom. Start at the bottom. Yours truly, read them and weep. I'm keeping myself on the bottom, even though I won last week. Um, Team Fitz, he beat me out, so I'm giving him that seventh spot. So Team Fitz, congratulations. You, sir, are number seven. I am number eight. Number six, chilling with my homies. You dropped a a spot this last week. Um, Yeah, you're you're struggling. You're struggling, Jake. Uh, But I'm putting you in at uh, number, what did I say, two, four? Six, yeah, you're at the number number six spot. Number five, Vladdy Daddy. We're putting you there. 
Number four, gritty, gritty, bang, bang. Um, so gritty, gritty, you're dropping again. Um, I just, you know, you're having a hard time with those injuries. And looking at the other team, um, they, they're just a little bit better, honestly. And that's the hard thing is they just keep grinding out those wins. Next, we have Reed's Naughty Boys. Um, you dropped from the number one spot when week five when I ranked you down to number three. Um, not necessarily what you've done, but really it's mainly due to what the other two teams have done. Um, this week, we have somebody who has the highest rank that they have ever been on my power rankings. Team Mess, number two. Way to go. You are number two, five and one. Your team is sneaky good. Looking at your roster compared to other ones, I would not think you would be number two. Um, but you have the record that shows it. And looking at the, the players, I, I can't deny the fact that you you deserve to be in there. You actually have, the, the um, in terms of points four, though, you are right in the middle. Um, Hertz Donuts still has the most points for. Uh, the points against, the team who has the most points against is me. Or, uh, excuse me, is Vladdy Daddy and then me. Um, so, I got to be able to pick up my game a little bit. But, uh, but Team Mess, you're doing pretty good. 5-1 and one with a points for 697. You haven't broken that 700 mark yet. But um, that's still 100 more points than... Um, team fits so congratulations and number one number one you get that sacred spot that holy spot for one week to gloat it over everybody else in the chat hurts donuts it's all yours you sir mr dion number one five and one you have a 96 percent chance of making the playoffs 96 percent chance sir don't mess it up don't mess it up well, with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I really loved hanging out with you and talking with you. Um, I hope that this week I can just get a little bit better, maybe knock off that number one team or number two team, Team Mess. Give them five and two. With that, have a good rest of your day.